Welcome to the Thursday edition of Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We're going to spend an extra amount of time and really try to cover two sets of verses in the book of Galatians. And so if you take your Bible and turn to the book of Galatians, chapter number three, we should begin in verse number 19 in just a few moments, but you go ahead and find your way there. We've talked about the fact that God doesn't break his promises. We've talked about the amazing... uh, instance of our redemption, the fact that we can proclaim redeemed, how I love to proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. But today we're going to cover two different concepts if you'd allow us to. Here's the first one. Why would you work for no pay? Or why are you working for no pay? Why would you volunteer for a boss that doesn't even love you enough to pay you. And then the second concept is this. It's time to graduate. It's time to grow up. It's time to leave the nest, if you will. Before we get to that, and we're going to, as I said, spend extra time in the Bible study to catch up and hopefully conclude Galatians chapter 3 on time. Before we do that, while you turn your Bible, I'd like to talk about the track that I have in my hand. It's called, Where Are the Dead? That's a heavy question. That's a lofty question, but it's a question that the Bible, in all of its infinite wisdom, will answer for us. You see, that question can be answered this way. It depends on how they, meaning the dead, how they died. Thank God that God's Son died to pay the wages of our sin. Romans 5, 8, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. But here's the issue. If you did not die in Christ, if you did not die as a part of God's family, if you instead decided, made the conscious choice to die lost, then friend, it's not good news when the question is asked, where are you after you die? The fact that you can hear and listen to this broadcast right now suggests that you have the ability to change your eternal destination for the better if you have not done so already. You see, the book of Revelations 14, 13 says you can die in the Lord or John 8, 21, you can die in your sins. If you'd like more information about where the dead are, then you can contact us. The announcer will be on at the conclusion of the program. You can get a piece of note paper, maybe a pen, and jot down some of those things. Or you can just visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I'm so excited about the new website that we are rolling out. And so maybe you'll see that if you log on right now to your favorite web browser, BibleTracksInc.org. I'd love to send you some of these tracks right here completely free of charge. You can do that right now. Now, and I'd suggest that you do. As I mentioned, we are going to try to spend extra time in the Bible study today, if you will allow us to. That first concept of why work for no pay. Let's look at Galatians chapter number 3 and verse number 19. I hope you'll join me there. Galatians 3 19. Wherefore then serveth the law? That's a good question. Why are you serving? The law. We'll have to read the context, go back to verse 17 and 18 in just a moment to understand the question, but let's continue on. Wherefore then serveth the law? It was added because of transgressions till a seed should come to whom the promise was made, and it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Now I wonder who that mediator is. Verse number 20. Now a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God 
is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which had could have given life, verily, righteousness should have been by the law. What it's saying there is Jesus Christ would not have had to die if the law was sufficient for our salvation. If the law in and of itself could give us the peace that passes all understanding, if the law could give us grace, if the law had that ability, then Christ died in vain. But no, not friend, that's not the case. Verse number 22, but the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. Now let's return to that question. Why work for no pay. We're here in the book of Galatians, of course, a book that juxtaposes law versus liberty, the law versus grace, law versus faith, and in every case, the law is inferior. So I must ask you, friend, if you are serving the law, if you believe that your good works are going to be sufficient for you to receive eternal life, you are sadly mistaken, and the payment that you will receive will be a big old goose egg. You see, the law cannot give you salvation. Let's go back to verse number 19, that first question, wherefore then serveth the law. Let's go back to verse number 17 and 18. And this I say, that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after, cannot disannul, that it should make the promise of none effect. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. You see, God, knowing Long before you and I were even a twinkle in our mother's eye, that the law in and of itself would not be sufficient, gave Abraham a promise. Why would he need to give Abraham a promise if the law was already out there? If the law was sufficient, why would God need to give Abraham a promise of something better than the law? Because the law is, friend, it's of none effect. So why would you serve the law? Why would you choose religion over relationship? What do I mean by that? Why would you choose to day after day, maybe Sunday after Sunday, worship at and serve at a church or what I should, what I should call really just an assembly of people that believe that the law is sufficient for you to go to heaven? Friend, the Bible very clearly states that law does nothing. Do you understand that communion, that mass, that some infant baptism, that all of those things do absolutely nothing for your eternal soul? That's Bible. Friend, I'd love to talk to you about why I believe these things. The constraints of this time don't give me the liberty at this present moment. Maybe we'll talk more in the future. I had a gentleman not too long ago, I may have mentioned on this program, that attended a uh, denomination, and he realized that the teachings of that denomination did not jive with the Bible. He did not realize that because of something I said. He realized it because the Bible said it. My goal is not today to dissuade you from your beliefs. My goal is to bring you closer in harmony with the God of the Bible. So I ask you again, why would you serve a master with no pay? Why would you go, let me ask you this, would you go to your job today if you knew you weren't going to get a paycheck? You say, uh, now I volunteer at different things. I'm not asking about your volunteer work. I'm not asking about your charitable contributions. I'm asking about the daily grind, what you do day in, day out, where you punch in and punch out, the work-a-day world that you live in. Would you go there again if your boss said, hey, thanks for coming in today, but I won't be paying you on Friday? Would you go there? 
would you say, all right, well, I'm out of here. I'm going to go find a boss, got to find a job that's actually going to pay me. That would be the proper response, wouldn't it? If you are a business owner, if people decided, well, I'd like your services, but I'm not going to pay you anymore. Maybe you're a barber or you work in a salon and you give someone a haircut and they say, thanks, but I'm not going to pay you for the services rendered. Would you decide that that person is no longer worthy of your services in future? Would you give them a haircut again for no pay? Probably not. You see, friend, the law is a cruel taskmaster because the law does not give grace. The law is not an avenue to mercy. So I must ask again, why would you work with no pay? Don't choose to serve the law. Serve liberty, serve grace, serve faith and mercy, the God of the Bible. Now, I told you we were going to cover two concepts today, and we will, because my goal is to conclude Galatians chapter 3 by the conclusion of this week, which is tomorrow. So let's look at Galatians chapter 23, and we'll read a few verses here. Galatians chapter 23 says, But before grace came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. Verse 26, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. You see, friend, unless you were homeschooled by your mom, it really is a patent impossibility for your schoolmaster, your teacher, your principal to love you as much as your parents should and probably did. You see, the Bible here, Paul is again comparing and contrasting the differences. You see, the law was a schoolmaster, a harsh schoolmaster at that. The law was very rigid. The law had exact way of doing things, but Jesus Christ came to do away with the law. The law had a purpose, had a plan, had a reason for existence while it was here, but God had something more for us. He wanted us to live by faith. You see, faith is the victory, like that old song says. And friend, it's time to graduate. It's absolutely amazing that we have the opportunity to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Now today, as we draw near to the conclusion of our program today, I'd like to say thank you to a few people. Now we've talked about a a lot of different concepts. I've had people follow up and call in or send an email if they have further questions about the Bible study, and I would love to correspond with you. You understand that a 10 to 12, 15 minute radio program does not allow us to exhaustively cover mass portions of scripture, at least not in any sort of timely fashion. And so we're proceeding through multiple verses at a time. And so if you'd like to correspond about this Bible study, I would love to hear from you. But as we draw near to the conclusion of this program, I'd like to say thank you to a select group of people. We have had people throughout this month that have chosen to partner with us in prayer. And my heart goes out to each and every one that has taken the time Some of them have woken up much earlier than the norm. Some of them have stayed up later. Some of them have taken time out of their lunch hour. 
a total of over 100 hours, really close to 150 hours worth of prayer and more really have gone into this month by a myriad of people across not only our state of Illinois, where we are based here in BTI, not only America, our home country, my home country, but really across the world. We've had people on the African continent. We've had people in Europe praying for us. And if you are one of them, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you'd like to know how or why you should pray for us, what sort of prayer requests we'd ha- we have, we would love to send you a prayer guide. We'd love to tell you how you can pray for us. We know that without the praying of God's people and the power of God, we would never be able to do what we've accomplished, not only this month, but for 80-something years since 1938. And to our prayer band, I must say again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to ask our listeners to have a great day for His glory, meaning God's glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.